0: time is the most valuable thing we have and every day we have less of it you can't create it you can't save it the only thing you can do is spend it and i'm not spending the most valuable thing i have waiting on something that i can't control you are tuned into the greatest asset community podcast i'm your host frederick middlebrooks and in this episode we are continuing our conversation on time so we talked about Timing is everything with the last episode, and we're continuing on with this theme of time because it's something that's really been uh, impressed upon my heart, especially with a lot of the other uh, content that I consume uh, to try and better me personally and professionally as well. So let's jump on into it and talk about time. A lot of people, I work in the mortgage industry, so I'll start there. As a loan officer, a mortgage loan officer, my job is to help people be able to Purchase a home through financing that home purchase, so I take a look at people's income i take a look at their debt I take a look at their credit. And I decide how much home they can afford or if they can afford to purchase a home and based off of that information, I also make recommendations on what the best loan product would be for them to get uh, I look at. Um, how much they need to do to be able to qualify if they currently don't qualify right now to purchase a home. So I also offer financial guidance. I'm not a financial advisor, but I do offer some financial guidance to try and help individuals be able to best or better manage their money and their time as well. So I start off there to say that a lot of people, when they come to me wanting to purchase a home, They generally fall into one of two categories for most people, not everyone, but a lot of people generally fall into one of two categories. First, they fall into the category of they're not prepared to purchase a home, but they're coming to me ready to purchase a home next month. And then there's another group of people that they're not ready to purchase a home, but they are coming to me, wanting me to tell them what they need to do so that when they are ready, they will be able to purchase that home. Now, there's also another group of people that come and they're prepared to purchase a home. And that's, you know, whenever they're ready to purchase, that's when they wanna purchase. I don't get those quite as often. (laughs) A lot of people that come to purchase a home, they are not prepared and they're either ready to purchase soon or they're not prepared and they're ready to purchase or they are wanting to be ready for when they can purchase later on. So with those individuals, I will say, Kudos to you for having the foresight to say, you know what? I need to start making some moves now so that I can get prepared for me wanting to purchase six months from now, a year from now, even a year and a half or two years from now, starting making the things happen that they need to do so that they are ready when the time comes for them to be able to purchase at home. Nothing against individuals when they come and they are, I need to purchase a home next month and they're not prepared. However, it becomes a little bit more of an obstacle in terms of trying to see what we can do to navigate with the little bit of time that we have to get you into a home, assuming we're able to cross that hurdle. And when I say unprepared, what I mean is maybe they haven't saved up any money that I run into that a lot where uh, individuals don't have any money saved up to be able to cover down payment and closing costs. Um, they haven't done anything with their credit, So maybe they, uh, have a bad credit score due to not paying a car note on time not paying credit cards on time or or maybe they recently filed for a bankruptcy or something along those lines and that's not everybody's situation but these are some of the things that i'm referring to when i say people aren't prepared to be able to purchase a home uh there's a lot of different situations that can cause for someone to not be prepared but the thing is not so much you not being prepared it's what you are doing to prepare yourself now, by waiting until when you are ready to be able to purchase that home. So in this episode, we're talking a little bit about timing, but I wanna look at it from a different aspect from what we looked at the last episode, because there's so many different angles that you can look at when it comes to timing. So in here, I'm more or less focused on, or more so focused on, what is it exactly that you're waiting on when it comes to you moving on the things that you wanna accomplish in life. Again, with me being a mortgage loan officer, my focus tends to be with real estate and people purchasing homes, which for most people is gonna be the largest purchase of their life. However, it might be something completely different for you. Uh, Maybe it's you leaving that job that you hate to go and do that thing that you love. What is it that's stopping you from just moving on that, from walking away from that job and moving toward that thing that you love, or moving toward that thing that you love while you're slowly letting go of that job. Maybe it's you taking a trip that you really wanted to take, or maybe it's you going back to school and getting that degree that you really wanted to get, which will enable you to be able to do something that requires that that degree or that advanced knowledge in order for you to accomplish it. So whatever it is on your plate that it is that you're wanting to do, what's stopping you from acting on it today so much time is wasted in this waiting game so i'm going to take it back to real estate a lot of my stuff applies to real estate because that's the field that i work in so in taking it back I, i see a lot of time that's wasted in waiting and it's not even productive waiting it's unproductive waiting and what i mean is productive waiting is you know what i'm waiting on The opportunity to come, but while i'm waiting, I am improving a skill set that I have i'm learning a new skill set I am growing in an area of my field of expertise, so that I can become a subject matter expert, I am actively while i'm waiting on this opportunity i'm becoming the best person to be able to take advantage of this opportunity when it does come that's the act of waiting but that's not what most people what i see in terms of how most people wait most people are waiting on the opportunity to come by and then they get prepared for it however when that opportunity does come one it's not really an opportunity for you because you don't even have the the potential to act on something if you haven't prepared for it when it comes time for it to come up. So most people wait on those opportunities and it's unproductive waiting. They're just sitting and when the opportunity comes, they're like, oh, wow, housing market dropped. Let me go and purchase a home. Let me go try and enter the housing market. However, if during this whole time period, you have been building your savings preparing your credit, doing all the things necessary for your income so that you know what, when that opportunity for that dream home that you want does become available, you're ready to act on it. And you're the best person person to act on that home or to get that home because you've been actively waiting and doing the right things. So now when that opportunity meets your preparation, that's where you have what a lot of people call luck. It's not luck. It's When opportunity meets preparation, that's when you take that action and you know what, boom, you propel to that next level, you are able to accomplish some of those dreams that you've been wanting to accomplish or accomplish some of those other things that you've been wanting to do. So uh, with that, uh, moving a little bit further into some things when it comes to the economy, a lot of people are allowing the economy to dictate the decisions that they make however if you allow the economy to dictate what it is that you do then who's in control of your life and that's a rhetorical question obviously it's the economy that's running things because I know so many people and you might be one of those so again no judgment because we've all been there at one point or time in our lives where it's like you know what I'll do this when things get better with the economy I'll do this when my financial situation improves or when it rather than taking a more active approach and saying you know what i'm gonna get ready now, so when i'm ready to do this it's going to get done. Um, so I see so many people when it comes to housing that are waiting for housing prices to drop. It's not projected to happen anytime in the next few years um, or in the foreseeable future. It's not it's not projected to see housing prices drop. But I see so many people that are waiting on interest rates to come down. For one, throughout the time period that you own a home, your interest rate is not set in stone. You can refinance out of that rate and get into another rate if it's what makes sense at that time for you. So I see a lot of waiting that happens with people waiting on the economy, waiting on interest rates, waiting, 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 and then They're like, okay, when interest rates come down, then I'll go purchase a home when the housing prices come down, then I'll go purchase a home. And they operate out of this place of fear of not wanting to purchase a home because they feel that what happens if I purchase a home at 300,000 and then the housing market drops and now my home's only worth 280. What happens if. I purchased this home at three thousand but then i lose my job and now i can't afford to stay there anymore there, there's all of these what ifs in this place of fear that they operate out of and operating out of fear is always going to keep you in a place to where you cannot excel and propel forward you will always be living life from a losing position by operating out of a place of fear however if you would ask yourself better questions such as what happens When I purchase this home and the housing market continues to go up, home prices continue to appreciate as they have over the last 60 plus years on average. What happens if I purchase this home and this becomes the start of a legacy that for my family, something that I've never been a part of? How would your life look different if your parents left you a house paid for in cash? Whether your parents are still here or whether they've gone on, how would your life be different if when it came time for you to become an adult and move out of the house, if they already had a house that they owned, no mortgage, and they just gave that to you. So now you have a place to live that you can own without a mortgage. How would that have changed your life? That's the type of legacy that I'm talking about in these questions that you could be asking yourself on these what ifs instead of what if I lose my job, what if the housing market changes, what if this happens with the economy start asking those different questions of. What would my life look like 20 years from now, if I don't have a mortgage because I've paid this house off by being financially responsible and by making the steps today to take the bold moves to get this house what happens with my children and my children's children if. I purchased this house now and again this becomes the start of that legacy where you know what after I purchased this home. I'm able to give this to my kids or I purchase another home after that and i'm able to give that home to my kids so that they don't have to start where I started from they can start from having a house with no mortgage or having a house with a smaller mortgage or having a house that they don't have to pay as much for is what they're going to have to pay if they start from where you started from because what houses cost today 10 years from now 15 years from now 20 years from now whenever your kids are ready to be able to purchase a home homes are going to be more expensive if you thought homes were expensive now just wait till 15 20 years down the road when your children are looking to purchase a home and Maybe home, the average home price is up to 600,000 by then, I don't know what it's going to be at, but home prices are creeping up there. And so even if that home does have a mortgage on it, however, you're purchasing it today for 200 or 300 or even $400,000 whereas 20 years from now if your kid were starting at ground zero which is where you might be starting from they would have to purchase that home for six hundred thousand dollars seven hundred thousand dollars so by you making the steps now to start that legacy you're not only able to get the home at a cheaper price but you're able to give it to your kids with a lower mortgage payment than what they would have if they purchased that home later when they get ready to move into a home which helps them to get a leg up not just on their peers, but just a leg up in life in general, because they're not starting from where you started from. You're you're creating that legacy and starting that legacy that you didn't have. And you already know how much it would affect you if you had that leg up or if your parents had bought that property or bought that home and then passed it along to you, how much that would have done for you to now the income that you're making, you're able to do so much more because your mortgage payment or your rent payment is half of your the month half of the money that you make goes toward your rent or your mortgage or maybe even if it's a third of the money but what could you do if you didn't have to put that third toward rent or mortgage you could put that toward you actually accomplishing your dreams rather than having to stay in a job that you hate and you can still move out of that job that you hate it's all a perspective of what you're doing with your time to help you make that transition into doing something that you love and enjoy and something that God placed on the inside of you for you to accomplish in life so again with that it's. Asking yourselves those questions about what would my life look like if I made this move and things worked out for the better if I purchase this home and this area that i'm purchasing in becomes very affluent. It becomes an area that's sought after because I live in Atlanta in Atlanta, there have been a lot of areas that have been gentrified lately, and I don't mean that in this negative sense. Uh, There is a negative part of gentrification that typically the people that are currently living in an area who don't have the means to be able to pay the increased taxes and everything from an area being made nicer uh, are forced out. Uh, but I mean, in the sense of you owning something in that area turns around to become more affluent. And now you own a property that's worth two, three times what you pay for it. But maybe you're renting it out. So now you're charging two or three times what your mortgage payment is to rent it out to somebody else to live there. These are the types of things that can start building wealth that can last for generations. But it starts with you making that move now instead of just waiting on the economy. Because, again, when you're waiting on the economy, the economy is in control of your life. You're not in control of your life when you're waiting on interest rates to turn around. You're waiting on home prices to come down. You're waiting on whatever it is that's outside of yourself, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, look from within yourself in terms of what you can do to start making the moves to propel yourself forward and to start creating that legacy and that wealth that's going to help out your family as well. So moving on from there, um, we started the episode with talking about time being the most valuable thing that we have and not wanting to utilize that time waiting on something that i can't control because you can't create more time you cannot save time all you can do is spend it life is going to go on. whether i'm sitting here in this chair talking to you on this podcast or whether i'm surfing somewhere and i don't surf but just go with it <laughs> if i'm surfing a wave somewhere on a beach in california or I'm doing something else, playing tennis, because I do enjoy playing tennis. Regardless of what I'm doing, time is going to continue on at the same pace. I'm going to continue to age at the same rate as everybody else. So knowing that, why do I want to waste time on something that I cannot control? The economy is something I can't control. And I know that within me is something greater. Greater is he who lives within me than he that is in the world, meaning that God who is in me is greater and has put something greater in me than anything that this world can offer me. And me knowing that, why would I want to waste time waiting on something in the world to correct or course correct or whatever before I start making decisions? When within me is everything that I need to start building myself to make or take advantage of the opportunities uh, to both make and take advantage of those opportunities. Because while you're waiting on something to happen, there's someone else that has decided to create an opportunity that you are paying for. And this is what I mean by that. Let's say that you are renting a house right now and you're waiting on the economy to turn around before you decide to purchase a home. Well, while you're waiting on the economy to turn around, there's someone else who's decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and create an opportunity here. I'm going to purchase a rental house. I'm going to build an apartment complex. I'm going to do something. And now you as a renter are paying for someone else's opportunity. You're paying them and helping them to build their wealth and create their dreams while you're waiting on yours. That doesn't equate to me that doesn't make sense to me on rather than you taking the bold step in the action to start moving forward toward. purchasing a home start moving forward toward getting that job you want or working in that career field that you really want to be in or just doing what you're passionate about doing. Rather than doing that you're going to wait on the economy and wait for the economy to present some opportunity to you, where you have someone else living in the exact same economy. However, they've just decided to take the move and take the step to create something. And by them doing that, now you are paying for that opportunity. You as a renter are paying to live somewhere that someone else said, I'm I'm gonna create this opportunity and people are gonna pay me for it. But why? Because you want a place to live more than you want the money in your bank account. So you will gladly give them the money in your bank account so you can have a place to live. And so there are not just in housing, but in a lot of different aspects, there have been many opportunities that have been created, regardless of what was happening in the economy, you look at amusement parks amusement parks. There have been times where the economy was great and when it was low, but you have been amusement amusement parks have been built and people have said you know what people are going to give me their money. For the fun and the experience that they're going to have at this amusement park. Um, if you go to a movie theater, if you go to whatever else it is that you spend money on, everything that you spend money on, for the overwhelming majority of it, you want that thing more than you want the money that's in your bank account right now. You wanna, you want your Netflix account, you want your Disney Plus or who, whatever it might be, you want that more than you want the money in your bank account. When you go out to eat, that's gonna in most cases cost you more than what it would cost you to cook a meal at home. However, you want that experience of eating out at a restaurant, maybe tasting a certain type of food that you can't make to the same level of quality that you can get at a restaurant. Or you want your time where you don't have to spend the time preparing the meal. You can just pay someone else to prepare that meal and you can sit down and enjoy it. So whatever it is, you want that thing more than you want the money. Well, guess what? that exists regardless of what's going on in the economy. In every single economy, it exists that there is something that people are gonna want more than they want the money in their bank account. And those are the opportunities that if you create them, they will help propel you into the next level rather than you sitting around and waiting on the next recession before you decide to purchase a home. I'm gonna wait until Interest rates come back down to a normal level before I decide to purchase a home. What happens if you just bought the home and that home continued to appreciate? So now you bought it at a lower price than what you would have bought it for if you waited another year or two. And not only that, what if interest rates do come down in the future? But you know what? After those interest rates come down that home, you bought you refinance that into a lower rate and now not only do you have the home but now you're paying even less every month for that same home how much does that clear up on your cash flow that you have coming in every month so these are some of the things that i want to kind of try and shift your perspective on again there's a lot of different ways that you can look at time But I want to try and shift your perspective to help you realize that opportunities are coming to people that are prepared to take advantage of those opportunities. They're not just showing up and then whoever's first to get there is who gets to, you know, crack at the opportunity. It's. The people that have actually diligently prepared themselves and diligence, that's a word that we used in the last episode, but there are people that have diligently prepared themselves to be able to take advantage of those opportunities. And that's who's getting to propel themselves or rather grow. And the people that, you know, we're wondering, oh, wow, can't we be like that? There's no shortage of money in the world. Let's just get that out of the gate right now. There may be a ceiling on the amount of money that you make because your job only pays you X amount of dollars for however many hours that you work and you only get 40 hours a week. So yes, there might be a ceiling on how much you make, but there's no shortage of money in the world. There are a lot of millionaires in the world. There are billionaires in the world who just have more money than you can fathom being able to spend in your lifetime because if someone handed you a billion dollars today, You have no clue what you would even spend a billion dollars on if you bought everything that you wanted right now it would maybe knock a small nick in a billion dollars so again there is no shortage of money there's no shortage of opportunity there might be a shortage of people who are resourceful to recognize or take advantage of the the opportunities that they have to grow to learn to develop themselves um but there's no shortage of opportunities out there so what i'm wanting to get at as i sum this up is let's not wait and spend our time just waiting on things to happen or trying to uh create things that or rather trying to just wait rather than creating things is what i'm trying to get at so let's not spend our time just waiting especially unproductive waiting spending our time actively waiting if you're going to wait because there are some things in some times in which you do want to wait on something maybe uh having something too soon can be a bad thing so there are instances in which you do want to wait because maybe you're not prepared to walk into something that uh you're you're aiming to To get or to acquire, however, how you wait, how you continue to develop yourself, how you continue to grow uh, in knowledge and wisdom, how you continue to uh, sharpen those skills that you have so that you can be the best in your field. These are the things that I'm talking about when I say how you wait, make sure that you wait in a way that is going to allow you to be the best person to take advantage of that job when that job opening that you're wanting comes available when that housing opportunity becomes available in the housing market, whatever it is. Get started now working on your savings, get started now, working on your skills, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, but time, your time, my time, our time is the most valuable thing we have. Let's not continue to spend it waiting on things that are outside of our control. Let's spend every moment that we can being present and doing all that we can do to better ourselves so that we can be the best that we can be and live the life that we desire to live. Thank you for taking this time to tune in. I greatly appreciate it. Hit that subscribe button. Please subscribe to this podcast. Give us a thumbs up. I greatly appreciate it. It's really going to help me to reach more and more people as we talk about waiting and everything as well. Um, I, as of this recording, there's probably like a small handful of people that actually listen to the podcast i'm going to continue to push out this information because i believe this information is really really good and beneficial for you whether three people grab hold of hold of it or three million people grab hold of it i think that this information is really really beneficial for you to hear and to know um and so i'm gonna gonna keep pushing it out and if 10 years from now it's the same three four or five people that are tuning in guess what they're gonna not only be getting all these nuggets and all of this great information that's going to be pushed out, I'm also going to continue to get better as well in my knowledge, in my education, and the things that I pass along and share to you as well. So again, I am actively living this out as you're listening to this podcast as well. I'm being made better in my speaking, in my engaging, uh, in my knowledge, because when I hit stop on the record button here. I go right back to learning as much as I can learn so that the next time I come back to you, I can share with you and help propel you along even more in your journey as well. So as always, I greatly appreciate your time. Uh, like us, subscribe to the podcast, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Be blessed.